0: Listen, even though I've had a lot of mystical experiences throughout my life, if you'd have said to me when I was like 10, hey, by the way, you're going to be teaching people about chakras and auric fields and tuning into spirit and all this stuff, I would have said, oh, hogwash. (laughs) I'm going to be, I don't know what I thought I'd be. I'm going to be a rock star. That would be cool. Um, But anyway, here I am doing this. So thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer, and we are about to embark on a whole series of podcast segments that cover chakras, auras, and energy awareness. It's really important for me to teach you this work in the way that I've uncovered some aspects through my own experience and in working with others all these, oh my God, gobs and gobs of years too long to say and admit my age. But anyway, here we go. And so I just want to, you know, empower you really. And um, I've got some things to share. So we're going to get started. And this is kind of the intro, right? The goal is I hope to inspire you to come into more of your psychic self This podcast is all about self-empowerment and self-awareness. I want to help you to function from your soul's awareness. Don't forget, psychic comes from the word psyche, meaning soul. So drop your definition of psychic, like 1-800-PSYCHIC. Flip it to mean what it really means. Awareness of soul information and soul matters. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. One of the first things I did when I started working on people was, uh, I did Reiki energy balancing. And I think I've told you this before that when I first started, I didn't tell them anything that I found in their org field or in their chakras. I just did the work, but I found that while I could do some substantial bit of healing energetically with them, um, it's always participatory, right? Um, there was way more that could happen. More profound healing could take place or more substantial or, um, healing that stuck, uh, if I told them about the blocks that I found in each chakra. So (laughs) when I first started, I would always use my, my grandmother was born and raised in Ireland and came over to the States at 16 thank god and so she because here I am so she uh would always say oh take everything with a grain of salt and I used to say that to clients I would say listen I am getting this information I'm just going to share it with you but take everything I say with a grain of salt not because I didn't believe that you know because I knew the vein of truth coming in but more so to remind them to be empowered to kind of judge it against what feels right for them and then they can make the choices based on their highest good and everything. And, um, you know, nothing is absolute. I've, (laughs) Oh my God, I have discovered in this work that there are a lot of reasons for a lot of things. And there's a lot of tangents and a lot of background and all this kind of stuff. So I offer you one option, right? Some of what I'm going to share, you might've heard before, other people might've said it, you might, it might resonate with you again, like the work of spirit, this the work hasn't changed. The information to it has maybe evolved or we've become more conscious so that we can understand, um, what's happening at all these levels and these layers psychically and energetically. So I'm going to share you my perspective, my findings, my understandings, my awareness, but take it with a grain of salt. (laughs) You're probably thinking, wow, why would Constance say that? Why would she say take everything with a grain of salt? Doesn't she just realize that she's discrediting herself? (laughs) No, I'm not really. I'm not. I'm only saying that specifically because some of you out there may have heard about chakras before and may have been taught a specific way or believe a specific way or know or follow a specific way. And I'm saying to you that there are other ways. And just be open, right? Always be open. And take what you will from it. As everything I teach, take what you will and leave the rest. Or, But just remember, you know, when I used to do um, reads or when I still do reads or full-on reads, and people are like, I don't get it. That doesn't make sense for me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I understand that but don't forget this information because one day it will make sense. And I'll be darned if I don't get emails six months, three years later that they go, Oh my God, what you said was accurate. It just took a while to come through. And I'm like, I know, I know, whatever. Like I work really hard at my job to be specific. I don't edit and I work as hard as I can to get the accurate information out. So I'm going to teach you this whole segment on chakras, and I'm going to tell you in my work, there's 12 major chakras, not seven. And you're going to be like, ugh, what is she talking about? And, you know, doesn't she know this has been in the <laughs> in the religions of various religions of the world for a long time? And I'm going to say, yeah, I do, but I'm sorry, this is how I work. So take what you will, leave the rest. All right. That's what I mean. All right. As you know, from my earlier podcasts, your aura is your vibrating electromagnetic intelligent energy field that is around your body and it permeates your body. It is a multi-layered, multi-dimensional energy suit, if you will. And the outer edge of your aura is your body's true boundary, not your skin, right? People see the aura as colors, shadows, Flickering lights, wavy. We went through these when I taught you about seeing the aura and working with your aura. And at that time, too, I mentioned that the chakras are the spinning power vortexes in your body and beyond your body that are a part of you as well. Chakra is the Sanskrit word for wheel. Your chakras are part of your complex energy system. They again are spinning energy vortices powered by life force located within your auric field and your physical body, and they are not necessarily immediately perceptible with your physical eyes, but because you've been working on your clairvoyance and clair-sensation, perhaps you'll be able to, right, you'll be able to see them with your soul awareness. The major chakras are about an inch and a half in diameter and vary in the distance that they extend out the front and the back of the physical body. There are seven major chakras in the work that I've discovered, but this is many people believe this too and have have, um, discovered it in their findings throughout centuries, (laughs) that the seven major chakras run in a parallel line in the physical body. There is also a chakra that I find below each of the feet and four in the energy field above the top of the head. There are over 100 minor and mini chakras combined. Most of the minor chakras can be found at joints in the physical body. There are minor chakras in the palms of the hand and fingertips, as well as in the soles of the feet and in the toes. And because we are made up of energetic vibrations, vibrational shifting of your aura or your chakra is caused by elements and interactions in your daily surroundings. Technically, your body, your energy body, and the chakras involved are a sensor where reactions and energy transference are palpable. Soul interactions are made empathically, psychically, Or intuitively by way of our chakra system. Among their many functions, chakras serve as entry and exit points for energy and are observation and measuring devices, acting as scanners and sensors to our day to day life, whether you are consciously aware of it or not. They are also repositories of dedicated soul data, if you will. And they are, your chakras are constantly receiving and sending points for our interactive energetic experiences in life. Each of the seven major chakras sit over major glands and organs, and each have various life aspects, vibrational frequencies, and colors associated with it. Even the chakras that are beyond the physical body that don't sit over major glands and organs also have various life aspects, vibrational frequencies, and colors associated with them. When any chakra is out of balance in the physical body, the glands and organs beneath may be vulnerable, and vice versa. It is vital to clear any energy blocks from our chakras and to keep our energy flowing freely so that our chakras are balanced at all times as best we can. This allows for our life force energy to flow freely in our body for better health and well-being. It is all connected, body, mind, and spirit. For example, if you were not comforted through your heavy emotions if you had uncomfortable thoughts or concerns that you couldn't sort out, that just didn't go away on their own, more than likely you still carry those experiences within the energy or mental blueprint of your being as a psychic emotional impact. And these can build up as outmoded thought patterns, self criticism, guilt, and fear. They can actually prohibit the healthy functioning of not only your chakras, but they can then hold you back in your personal and work life. The fact that these are energy impressions make this work a soul thing, not a physical thing. These are energetic or rather spirit experiences that need to be dealt with before they become physical problems in your body. Like the rest of your physical body, your energy body can and does function automatically. You know, like your heartbeats, well, your chakras keep spinning. (laughs) But they will be, your energy is your first line of defense, so they can be thrown off from experiences, right? And so you have to learn the best thing, I hate to say you have to, but (laughs) you do actually. The best thing is to learn about your mental. Emotional, spiritual health. And by spiritual health is really about your soul. How is your soul? Is it going against the grain of your soul? And are the mental and emotional states um, occurring, the imbalances occurring? because your soul has been affronted. So really, it's about paying attention to your soul's needs first and foremost. This is not a religious thing. This is a soul thing. This is a spirit thing. This is a a knowing, a deeper knowing. And so what happens then is for optimal function of your best possible life, it's about really being conscious and having regular care and consideration for what's happening to you on a soul level, on a psychic level, on an energetic level. This type of healthcare is forcing you to become more psychic, more soul-oriented, more soul-connected, soulfully connected to you. That's what it's really all about. So it's pretty basic when good things are occurring, or good thoughts are occurring, or good experiences are occurring. It's soul-expansive. When heavy things or hard things or hurtful things or detrimental things happen, it's soul contracting. Think about that with the chakra system. You know, hard experiences thwart or maybe misfire the chakras or have them spinning off or, you know, a good healthy chakra spin is big and bold and um, spinning clockwise And everything's fabulous. Someone asked me, do you suppose people down in the Southern Hemisphere have their chakras spinning the opposite way like drains? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll have to go check that out. I'll have to ask hey, those of you out there, (laughs) which way do your chakras spin down in Australia or whatnot? Um, So there's different things that can affect our energy and therefore also our chakras, right? So some basic stuff is When you come into this incarnation, you know, in my my opinion, I say you have soul DNA, like what's your soul lessons come to learn? What are those? You know, you can uncover that with astrology as one of my favorite ways of uncovering it. Well, What's, you know, where are my hardships? What are the energy pattern blueprints that are really strong and empowered in this life? Or where are the ones that I'm a little more weak that I need to learn about? Those will be sitting around your chakras as well. Those will affect them. So, soul DNA has something to do with chakra health and your energy health. The other thing is your physical DNA. Um, very important. Family lineage, family lessons, sometimes family trauma, whether it's direct or indirect. You know, trauma is a big thing now. Trauma healing, not trauma <laughs> causing trauma. Nobody, please don't cause trauma. But trauma healing's big now because we realize the effects of it um, on our mental, our emotional, our state, our brain health, our energetic state, our ADHD, our executive functioning, our everything, our inability to sleep at night, all these things. I'm going to get into those a little bit more and how my psychic work kind of interacts with that world. But so trauma, direct, whether you had direct traumatic experiences, car crashes is trauma, right? doesn't always have to be an abuse situation, although those are horrible, horrific. Raise your hand if you've been through those. Um, But it can also be indirect. It could be that your parents or your grandparents went through it and the way they raised the next generation and then affected the way you were raised and how that uh, affects you, or even just this generational trauma and how that is. So all of these things can affect your energy field and your chakra system, and therefore your organs and your mind, your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual health. Also, I've talked to you a bit about this before. Your energy can also be affected by uh, the physical—what uh, you're eating or drinking, um, the type, and uh, and the timing—how often you eat, how little you eat, getting enough food. It can be affected by your shelter—if uh, you have housing, if you don't have housing, how that is. Clothing—whether you wear synthetic versus natural fibers. It could be affected, your your physical energetic space can be affected by environmental factors. Um, if you believe in the bagua and feng shui, <laughs> I, I do. I giggle because I do. Um, you know, so there's energy and energy associations with your own vibrational pattern and how it feels right to be in certain kinds of homes, messy homes, tidy homes, whatever. Um, You know, especially if you're born into a family that's more tidy, and you're more, you know, let me be creatively messy, and that works for me, and then it just becomes a stickler thing, a real bone of contention in your home. Anyway, it's um, also your energy, as you know, is affected by where you stand or sit in a crowd. We've been through this before in previous podcast sessions. And it's about really learning to um, pay attention to your energy field, which is why I've been teaching you or talking to you or encouraging you about mindfulness and how you feel, clear sensation, um, you know, or empathic clear sensation or empathic clear sentiment. These are all really important. It's about empowering yourself to be functional rather than dysfunctional in your physical world. Your energy can also be affected by your emotional state the state of yourself, your family, your friends, your co-workers, what's going on in your world. Um, you're, I'm going to get into these a bit more when we go through each of the chakras and what's kind of uh, happening at each of the chakras and lead you through meditations through each of the chakras to help you with that and awareness and empowerment. It can also, your energy is affected by your spiritual practice. Do you have one? Are you a caring, sensitive soul that needs rest and relaxation, time in nature, meditative moments, contemplative prayer, yoga? Do you like communal prayer or communal time with others? You know, what's your spiritual practice? Um, And also, your energy is affected by your mental state, your own personal mental state, your family, uh, your friends, your worker, work, your uh, cohorts, the work influence. You know, even the work, the work has, uh, golly, the work environment definitely can have its own mental vibe, right? Are you in a type A personality mental arena and you're like not type A at all? How does that work for you? Um, How's that pressure? Also, you know, you need to know about yourself. Is no news good news? Like, don't listen to the news because you don't have much you can do about it and it's overwhelming otherwise and throws you in mental chaos. Maybe yours is less social media or timed social media. These are all things that not only affect your mental and emotional and physical and uh, spiritual state, but it also affects your chakras. And we're going to get into that. It's really important. And also knowing, of course, whether or not you're an empath and you're picking up other people's energetic influences, be them physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, and whether you're... um, unintentionally picking things up and they're messing with your chakras or you're intentionally by wondering how others are or getting overwhelmed or exhausted and overly involved. This is also, this is really important and it's going to be part of our chakra work going forward. If you were to ask me, what's your work about? It really is about increasing your <laughs> people's vibrational frequency. It really is. It's about bringing people to higher conscious awareness, um, bringing them to their divine consciousness, their highest, best possible self, living from their higher self-awareness. And we can learn to live maintaining a higher energetic frequency and learn to psychically go to the highest vibration for spiritual information i believe this that we're all capable of this and part of it is um, having good health in the chakra system listen do not get hung up on this right this is just knowing where to go when you're feeling a little off and how how to best kind of source your information and help heal yourself, heal or heal thyself, kind of stuff. Because um, like I told you, blocked energy in our chakras can often lead to illness. So it's important to understand what happens at each chakra and what each one represents on an emotional, physical, and spiritual level. And also what life lessons are associated with each chakra. Because self ignorance really is the ultimate source of all of our suffering. So, I want to empower you to be really, um, you know, your own spiritual guru in a way, to be your best self. And when I want you to know that when we're working within each chakra, there may be distinct emotions or particular awarenesses that come up for you that are not typical to the general popular categorization that I might mention at each chakra era area. So realize that the chakra and your needs, your specific needs will reveal themselves to you when you're doing this work in these next several podcasts. So I'm totally encouraging you to note your findings along the way and to keep a journal. I'm all about the journal. must be the journalism major in me that graduated with journalistic work. I just really want you to um, not forget what you know. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) the way I'm going to do the chakra series is totally against my better judgment. I'm going to, um, do another kind of lecture next time uh, that will be beneficial heading into the chakra series. And then in the chakra series, I might do two-for-ones where I record kind of a lecture type thing, and then I record a meditation visualization to help you go into that chakra to kind of explore what's happening there. And it's against my better judgment, not because I'm offering a two-for-one, which is fabulous, but it's because I, <laughs> I am not a fan of meditations. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, are they falling asleep? I'm falling asleep. <laughs> I just, I am not a meditation person. Like I don't, uh, I don't do them that often. And, and I don't tell them that often. I am more the kind of person that goes in on my own and sees what's there, but I don't want to, um, not offer you meditations because so many people like the meditation visualization so that's what's going to be happening so here you are (laughs) forewarned and forearmed that way then you can just listen to the lecture if you want and then go off on your own meditating and going into each of the chakras and find out what's happening or you can follow along but i'll break them apart Um, I think that'll be the best way. So I'm really excited because we have been waiting for the chakra, right? We've been waiting. I've been waiting to tell you about the chakra system because it'll be helpful. It will really be helpful. And now that you know all the clairs and everything, because you've listened to this podcast from the beginning, right? If you haven't, now's the time to go back and catch up. Um, You'll be able to use all these skills that I've been teaching you all along to do the meditation visualization and really find out what's happening inside yourself. So there you have it. I will, too, offer guided meditations. Isn't that nice? It's like a little bonus present (laughs) separate from the lecture. So cool. You, meanwhile, are a godsend because you're listening, and I'm able to teach what I know. And I love it. I love you for it. So thank you so much. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you for empowering yourself to be a better person on the planet, to be soulfully responsive in your world and in your own personal life. Thank you for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.